you the quantum mechanics? Yes, we are the quantum mechanics. We're the podcast that delves into the paranormal and uh, takes a little look under the hood at everything that's strange and weird. Yeah, we do. And from last week's episode, where... Oh, the the psychic tests, yeah. The psychic tests and the remote viewing. I am... I'm still a little bit... um, I don't really know what to say. I've thought about it every night. And actually, we've not really spoke since we've done it. I mean, we've we've sent the odd text, but... No, I agree with you. I've been... (laughs) bordering on disturbed about the whole thing i've almost been trying to rationalize it away Mm. and and i'm struggling to do that considering what happened if you if you've not heard that episode um it's called psychic fight night and it's ben and i doing the cia psychic tests that they did on people like yuri geller and ingo swan it's it is a bonkers episode it's bonkers and like you i i just can't get it out of my mind yeah no, well, I think the thing about it is that, like, we, we neither of us have, we, we're not trying to uh, make a point about anything. And we, we went into it with uh, no preconceptions. It was meant to be an experiment for our listeners. Yeah. And yeah, the re- the result was. Ooh. I mean, I, for those of you not listening to it, Ben had an extraordinary, extraordinary result, um, which I won't spoil if you're going to go back and listen to it. But mm. a, a, an unbelievable result where I thought of a place and he pretty much drew it almost exactly the place I'd chosen and how I drew it. I, I, in that test, I didn't do so well. But even then, I've been thinking about my one. And even though visually it doesn't look like what you suggested, I've I've kind of looked at it again and thought about what I was feeling. And again, don't know if I'm post-rationalising, but maybe on the episode I actually underplayed it a little bit. And mm. it was nowhere near what you got, but... It, there was something odd about my one as well. So, mm. yeah, like you, I've, I've been constantly thinking about it. I think it's definitely a topic we will revisit at some point and maybe even do some more tests, I think, as we said in the episode, because yeah. it, it's fascinating. Yeah, no, I, I think that's right. I think we'll have to come back to it and uh, maybe we'll experiment a bit and try and learn... Or maybe talk um, to an expert about it, and you uh, know, cause, cause yeah, exactly. Of that. So yeah, exactly. All right, good. Well, actually, on that front, um, I just wanted to. Uh, we've been getting some brilliant support since we launched on uh, both Facebook and Twitter, and there was a, there was a couple of groups and people I just wanted to mention before we get into this episode. Um, uh, and starting with, uh, there's a Facebook group called Ingo Swan, the father of remote viewing, uh, who've been incredibly supportive over the last two episodes that we've done on that subject. Uh, I also uh, wanted to name uh, the group who've got one of the longest group names I think I've come across. Uh, they're called Paranormal and Supernatural 
ghosts, myths, legends and the unexplained. Again, really supportive. Haunted Nation as well. And Paranormal Hauntings, another group that have been really supportive. On Twitter, there's a couple of people I'd like to mention. Again, we've had a lot of support on Twitter, but especially from italkparanormal.com, who pretty much from the early times that we launched a couple of months ago have been really supportive. And um, Andrew Dell, Andrew Dell as well, who's been a great supporter on Twitter. Um, we're not going to do this all the time, but, uh, you know, just wanted to thank you all for all the help and support that you have given us in the last few weeks. Thank you very well, you, much. Yeah, it's great. I, we're, I'm truly kind of genuinely, we're, we're both humbled that you, mm. we're getting this support because it's just me and Ben trying to get this thing happening and bigger, so yeah. that's great. Yeah. Well, this is just a project that... Uh, we both we both really wanted to do after uh, I think we've said before uh, we're we're both in the television industry. This is this is our go at uh, trying trying to uh, do it the way we want to. Well, I think what I again we'll get we will get into the episode in a minute. I think what I like about you know po- podcasting as a medium, and neither of us had any experience of it before we started this a few weeks ago is yeah. i don't know i just like the kind of relaxedness of it compared mm. to tv and yeah we can have this waffly start you know if we were in a tv studio somebody would be screaming in our ear right now so yeah shut yeah, up exactly. move on move on so um no i'm loving it i'm glad we're doing it this way and um thank you all for listening and supporting yeah um I'm going to be the one screaming in your ear now. <laughs> Get up with it. Um, so, uh, what are we going to talk about today? Oh, well, as we've been uh, bringing up topics that have been sort of uh, special to ourselves in the last uh, few years, one of the things that I have found most intriguing and I don't know um, well I'll say it's Black Eyed Kids B.E.K.'s and uh, sorry before you go I'd love to have you pick pick this topic you've done this to me a few times now You, you kind of you pick topics where I know a little bit about but right. I don't know a ton about. And, yeah, for me, this is going to be a good episode because I kind of enjoy it when I am don't know a hell of a lot about it and can kind yeah. of get in there. So, yeah, looking forward to this one. I'm not okay. going to do my joke about the Black Eyed Peas. I promise you I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we'll, in a moment, we'll get into uh, what, what the Black Eyed Kids are if you're not familiar but it's I am completely fascinated by uh, I suppose phenomena that affect people in their everyday lives and the black eyed kids is one of those phenomena and I am completely torn about 
I sort of really would like to experience one, but at the same time, I find them terrifying. So uh, let let's try and uh, just get into. If you don't know what they are, let's yeah, find let's out have what the post-it are. note. Yeah, the yeah, the, the post-it note. Okay, so the first uh, sort of. Um, uh, I suppose moment where people uh, realised what Black Eyed Kids were was in 1996, and they were first reported by a gentleman called Brian Bethel. He had had two encounters, I guess that's the word. He had two encounters with Black Eyed Kids in a place called Abilene in Texas in 1996. And from there, there have been many reports of Black Eyed Kids. So here are some of the key points about what they are. So the first thing to know is that the sightings relate to children who are aged between about 6 to 16. And they show up and ask for help. And the places where they show up, it's either at your house, and it turns out to be the early hours in your house, so there'll be a knock on the front door or a ring on the doorbell, they are. Uh, they could knock on the window of your car whilst you're eating your McDonald's or whatever it is. Um, or when you're just out and about. So you could just be uh, walking uh, through the wilderness. But... And, sorry, so when, when did this... Thing come to prevalence are you going to get onto that is there there a big history of that or is it more a modern day time thing well it, it absolutely is a modern day thing so Effect. the, okay. the first time so it's it's uh brian bethel who first reported it in 96 and oh, so that, that was the first time okay. yeah that is generally accepted as the first time that uh black eyed kids were reported but what we'll go on to talk about is there's quite a lot of similarities between the black-eyed kid encounters and uh fairy encounters alien abductions right actually while you were talking it reminded me of the episode we did on vardigas and the the banshees oh yeah you know with that thing about the home and there, yeah, there's something quite strange about that, and and do they always do they always ask for help? Is that a kind of key factor? Yeah, yeah that's a right. key factor. So they always ask for help, and quite often uh, they're asking if they can come inside. So if that that's either the house or right. the car, and. Like like inviting in an evil spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. And and that's where we go back to um, 
it, like vampire lore and all, all that bit in Annabelle, the Annabelle yes. story where the the they they invited the doll to stay and the spirit that was yes. Yeah. Exactly. Because again, exactly. that was a kid, right? It, again, that just popped into my head because it was supposed to be the ghost of a young child. It was if the demon was demon, as the Warrens believed it in that story or, or in that event, they believed yeah. it was a demon pretending to be a child. And we've yeah. seen that before in a little bit in, in other stories that we've done, not necessarily a child, but the, the child thing's quite interesting because it's your natural instinct is to help a child, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, the typical encounter kind of runs like this. So if it's at your home, there is uh, a knock on the door or ring on the doorbell late at night, and uh, that time could be... Typically 2 or 3 a.m. Yeah. And you go to the door and there are two or three children there. And they say, you know, oh, can we come in? And there are various reasons for wanting to come in. So it could be, oh, they need to phone their parents or they need to use the toilet or they need to use, uh, they would like a glass of water, anything like that. Um, Always in groups. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's another characteristic. It's it's another characteristic, yeah. And then uh, when the person is... Uh, who's opened the door is kind of considering the situation and it's quite a situation in that you've got you know uh, two or three children under the age of 18 out in the porch area or the front 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 door area of your your house uh the other thing that happens is uh, an in, uh, uh, an all-encompassing feeling of uh, fear and terror, and then typically, and, and, mm. I was going to say, and the, the 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 label of the black-eyed kids is that. I mean, are you looking at a kid with black eyes? Is is it a visual thing that you can see? Or yeah, yeah, okay. So, so after that feeling of fear and thinking, okay, I don't want to let these people into my house or use my phone. It it turns out that people see that their eyes are completely black. There are no whites in there. There are no pupils. They're completely black. Yeah, and, like, you'd, like you'd imagine on a, you know, like an alien, like a, like a yeah, grey alien. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so since that first sort of um, catalogued incident... Um, in, and what, sorry, on that incident, what hmm. did he do? Did he let them in or did he... What did he do? Do we know? No, no. So um, 
he had the fear, saw that their eyes were black mm-hmm. and uh, didn't the open the door. Okay. Uh, so it's interesting you say that because um, there's been, since, since 1996 when he reported it, there have been reports all around the world. So, for example, in September 2014, the British tabloid newspaper, the Daily Star, ran uh, three front-page stories about alleged sightings of black-eyed children. Right. And so I suppose what we have is something that could either be considered a uh, a legend or something that's true. Yeah. Although after reading these things and reading about Brian Bethel's experiences, I went on to Facebook and uh, Reddit and found some first-hand stories and experiences and they it's possible that those are uh i guess fictional accounts that people are doing harder to verify yeah yeah they're harder to verify but i before we get on to those can we mm. just go back to the the reports that were in Mm. the paper you said Mm. there were three Reports? Do we mm. were they all in the same area, or are they in different parts of the UK? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to come on to that, but oh, okay. the main area that they uh, focus on is we're going it's not back Canuck to it. Chase, is it? It's Canuck Chase. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, wow. I think. Uh, wow. Okay. So. It's it's weird, kind of case, isn't it? It's it's. I mean, yeah. we've we've said it before. It, for those of you who are into this kind of stuff, it it feels there seems to be lots of uh, similarities with Skinwalker Ranch in the states. You know, there's UFO sightings, there's werewolves, cryptoids, there's, there's all kinds of stuff, and now black-eyed kids as well, para, other paranormal events. I don't know if black-eyed kids were at Skinwalker or not that I remember, but it's odd, isn't it, that you have these areas yeah. that kind of do, a cynic would say, they're the areas that generate those kind of stories that you get everyone coming out of the woodwork. But, yeah, okay. So so they're all all roughly in the Canuck Chase area. And did they follow the same pattern as the original story in america where it was kids knocking at the door or did they vary it it varied so it wasn't just the daily star we had uh the tabloids the sun and the mirror were involved and so some of the sightings uh in uh, that were encountered were either at people's uh, front doors or at their cars but some of them were just simply in the uh the woodland and right. uh you, you know scrubland of of Canuck chase and uh 
sim- similar similar places. And, but, and just to rule it out, because we've had this before as well, this wasn't around kind of October thirty first time. Yeah, or anything. no, no, right. no, right. not at all. No, it was it was th- 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 throughout the year. Right. Um. So. Okay. So what they are is uh, very much up for debate. Some people say that they're demons, but it's completely possible that it could just be teenagers messing around with contact lenses. That's completely possible. It's possible. It's quite a lot of effort. Yeah, it is a lot of effort, but... And I would, I don't know how easy it is to get those type of contact lenses, but, you know, I guess they well, used to be movies, so they're not that difficult, I guess. I, yeah, <clears throat> I guess, I guess if you wanted them, it, it wouldn't be too difficult, but uh, there is, it is tricky to... <laughs> I just, I, I'm thinking, what's wrong with just knocking on people's doors and running away? That's what right. we used to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, now you've got to go for full fancy dress. It's just... It's a different league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. I completely agree. Well, why don't I tell you uh, some of the stories of people yeah. of people yeah. who've encountered black-eyed kids, and then we can look at uh, whether whether they feel like they hold water or not. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so the first one I want to tell you. This is uh, what I would call a classic tale of black-eyed kids and uh, much in common with the other stories I've got. This is something that I found on Reddit. And this is uh, from... uh, Well, he he remains anonymous, uh, but he calls himself Jake... And it it goes like this. So Jake says, uh, I wanted to find out the truth about black-eyed kids. So I began putting up anonymous ads on Craigslist. Sorry, Craigslist. It read, black-eyed kids, I'm not afraid of you. I want to meet you. 9pm Wednesday the park bench on the corner of the 3rd and Washington. Show me why I'm wrong and I should be afraid. The bench was only like a block away from my apartment, so every Wednesday I would walk down there and see if anyone or anything came by. I usually wouldn't sit there. I'd stand back and watch. I'm not stupid. I may not be afraid of black-eyed kids, but I know the... In internet can attract some nuts and it did occasionally nothing exciting enough to write about though a couple of pervs and some teenage kids joking around so this went on for about six months and then I stopped posting the ad the week I stopped I got a knock on my door I was sitting on my couch and it was a little after 9pm I don't know how to explain it but the second I heard the, that knock, my skin went ice cold. I didn't need to get up, 
I knew who it was, and much to my surprise, I was terrified already. I was wrong about not being afraid of black-eyed kids. The fear is on a different level, an instructional, primal level. But still, I managed to get up and open the door. And yet, there was a kid about nine years old, olive skin, dark hair, solid black eyes, staring up at me. Can I come in, he said. I was speechless. After what seemed like an eternity, I responded with no and began closing the door. We missed you at the park tonight, the boy said. I stopped closing the door. I looked at him, my mind racing. They've been watching me. The boy boy smiled up at me. It took everything I had to make my arm move, pushing the door closed and locking it. So that is very much a very typical black eye kid encounter. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple of things with that story, though. Okay. One, I mean, a bit of me's thinking he's lucky not to get arrested. Because if, if, if you put it out in a paper that mentions the word kids, meet me in a park, on yeah, a park yeah. bench, yeah. you're kind of, you know, I'm not making assertions against him, but, you know, don't be surprised if a couple of undercover cops turn up. Sure, um, yeah. Uh, so that seems like an odd thing. Sorry, that seems like quite an odd thing to do. I guess I guess what gives it a little bit of credibility is he didn't see them in the park and they've somehow followed him or know where he lives if we believe the story. But quite an odd thing to do, to put that ad in the paper. Do you not think? Uh, yeah, it is an odd thing to do. But I sort of get the... I sort of get the motivation... Um, because until you encounter this phenomenon uh, it's just a laugh funny it reminded me I used to work um, I used to work uh, in the music business and I remember a press release going do you remember that band The Beloved oh yeah Uh, yeah Sun Rising and all that I remember mm. they did a song and they put out a press release and it was before the millennium. And I think the lead singer had said, because it was a few years before, he said, for the millennium, I um, I will be at midnight, I'll be sat on this park bench in this park, so if anyone wants to come and join me. And it was it was about four years before the millennium happened. And it's one of those weird things. <laughs> it struck me at the time when I read it and I often think, I wonder if anyone turned up. So if anyone knows, I know that's got nothing to do with Black Eyed Kids, but it just reminded me of park benches and saying, come and meet me there. I thought it just reminded me of that story. Um, but I don't think any Black Eyed Kids would have turned up even even then. No, no. Okay, so he's, yeah. I, I guess the other thing is he kind of really wanted to meet them and then when he does, he... His first instinct is to close the door, I guess, because it's scary. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I, sorry, sorry. Maybe you're going to come on to this, but are there any examples of people inviting them in, and what actually happens if they do? <laughs> well, interesting. You should say that. Uh, no, because so nobody invites them in. Well, for those who invite them in, it yeah. appears 
like there are no reports. So, okay. It it sounds it sounds like something bad. So you can you can either deduce that nobody ever invites them in, or something bad happens. If or something you bad do happens, that you yeah, don't live yeah. to tell the story. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. Before we come on to the other stories, and maybe mm. you'll cover this as well, so stop mm. me if I'm uh, jumping ahead. What's interesting me is earlier you said this is a modern phenomena. There's no... It's normally when we do these things, there's some kind of legend that we can dig out and mm. and kind of... I mean, you know, when we've mentioned it in the past, which, which obviously isn't this, I've thought of... Um, is it called the... the um, I thought films like Midwich Cuckoos, um, mm-hmm. books like Midwich Cuckoos, Children of the Corn, but these are not, they're not the same thing. They just happen to have kids in them who are slightly spooky. They're not, no relation. So there is, there's no legendary, historical, supernatural tale or legend that goes with it, I think is quite interesting. Which makes you wonder where, you know, if if it even if it's not a genuine phenomena where the where the legend of it and the myth of it has come from is quite intriguing mm. well it i suppose it's quite possible that uh this could be a creepy pasta story uh sort of in the same vein as slenderman right but like an, an urban myth like, an, that gets yeah, some traction. Yeah, an urban myth. A modern and, urban myth that gets traction. Right, right. And and it's true that Snopes says that that is the case. But I think that when you start digging into this, there are people who've had experiences that don't really match up with that explanation. Okay. So, I've been looking for stories over the last week, and this was something. Uh, so, uh, we're recording on uh, Sunday, 7th, the so. Sunday the seventh. This was something that uh, I found on Facebook yesterday, on Saturday the sixth. Okay. And uh, this was on an unrelated group but it really got my attention in terms of uh black eyed kids so it's it's a relatively short story but it goes like this one night my cousin was staying at my grandma's house around 2 a.m after our grandma had gone to sleep my cousin said she was sitting in the living room and heard a knock on the door uh, on the main door uh and she heard a a young voice say, Hello. When she went over to the door to peek through the small window in the door to see who it was, she saw two kids, one older girl and one younger boy. They were both wearing hoodies and sunglasses. Sunglasses at 2am? Who knows? She said that she had immediate fear and she felt frozen. They asked to be let in to use the bathroom, which scared her because how did they, they how did they know she was by the door if she hadn't said anything? 
My cousin was freaked out, so she went uh, she went back away from the door as quietly as possible, and that's when they started getting angry. She said they were yelling at her to let them in, that they needed her to say it's okay for them to come in. She was literally frozen in fear. After a few minutes, it stopped suddenly. She went to look again after she got a hold of herself, and they were gone completely. Uh, she then goes on to describe how she was more than terrified, and she went to go and wake up her grandma to tell her what had just happened. And her grandma thinks that uh, it's just a gag, and someone's playing a prank on her. So basically, her grandma doesn't believe her. So this this story, although it's not incredibly well written and very well crafted, I think that's what makes it interesting in that uh, I found this on a Facebook forum, which really wasn't anything to do with black-eyed kids. It was around um, just uh, strange things that had happened to you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I keep thinking back to this, it being a modern day thing. And that seems to bother me, I think, Mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, like the Banshees or or the Vardiga or whatever. If if it goes, well, these things have, you know, the Banshee cry has been heard over the centuries. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. I think I think we on the banshee one we said why why would they do it you know why would a banshee do it and we, we yeah. I think we made the joke of it it was kind of part of the training to become a full fully fledged paranormal entity that you had mm-hmm. to do a bit of banshee work to start off I mean <laughs> in that vein it, it it kind of feels a little bit like they've got some management consultant in who said we're going to try? <laughs> we're going to try a different approach to this haunting business. We've got to get with the times, you know. Hoodies, hoodies are in. Sunglasses. Get the kids out there. Try this new thing of trying to get in by knocking on the door. It feels like they spent a fortune on management consultants in some kind of paranormal haunting <laughs> symposium. <laughs> and this is a new... That's the only way I can logically think why this thing would suddenly come up, unless it's UFO activity. But then why would a UFO... You know, why would an alien need permission yeah. to come into your house? It's weird. Yeah, it is. So uh, the things that ring true with uh, previous law are you need permission to come in yeah um they're asking for help and uh there are various cases of them asking for uh drink (laughs) right a glass of water and all of those things are really really similar to uh vampire law so you have to you have to ask them in uh or uh, fairy law, where you have some something that looks like it's human, but requests something or offers something, and it doesn't feel quite right. And then 
the third thing, as you quite rightly say, is that their eyes are entirely black, which does marry up to uh, the reports of uh, grey aliens and such. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd say, there you go, I think... I think it's the vampires. I think the vampires have got the management consultant in. They said, these Twilight movies, all this stuff that's going on, everybody's across this now. They know our MO. We need, we need, we need radical thinking here, guys, at some vampire conference, and somebody's come up with this wheeze of the black-eyed kids. Well, but, yeah. It, it, it would work, yes. <laughs> but... The thing that intrigues me is uh, the stories, and I'm going to give you another one in a minute, how similar they are and uh, how they have all of the, you know, traits of uh, very similar kind of paranormal stories of the past. And, and, and you, 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 you're 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 into interested in this as a as a mm. as an area. Yeah. Uh, what what it, it's reminding me a bit of. I think we had this discussion when we did the episode on zombies, mm. and we said, you know, oh, actually, there's no real backstory to a zombie mm. there's no kind of mythology around it it's kind of it's kind of purer than that in a way it's just kind of a pure terror thing mm. and i wonder if that's part of the appeal of this because in a way i'm sitting here going oh there's no backstory we don't know what happens if you let them in because <laughs> nobody's either yeah, yeah. done done it or kind of lived to tell the tale yeah yeah. That makes it quite frustrating, but in some ways, maybe that what makes it more fascinating because there is so much scope for what's unexplained about it. Yeah. Do you think yeah. that's part of the appeal? Yeah, I I think that is part of the appeal, and the, and the other part of the appeal is that uh, I guess that situation is always going to be. Uh, sort of slightly terrifying. Like having somebody knock on your door at two a.m. Yeah, is is a is a terrifying thing. Um, and we, I guess, we can all imagine that. But what's so sort of alluring is the number of tales around them that seem to be completely disconnected and the only tales that we really have are from people who said no you're not you're not coming in yeah and that sort of um plays on all of your thoughts around uh you know vampires and um fairies and everything that i've uh, i've said before yeah um but also, I guess we've all felt that feeling. Um, and I guess for me, it's when you're driving somewhere and it's the middle of the night and you're the only person in the car and you're, it's, say, it's three in the morning 
and you're on a country road. We're in the UK, so country roads are notoriously long and windy, and there are no street lights, there are no cat's eyes or anything like that. And you're listening to music or listening to a podcast, and you get this feeling, oh, I wonder if I looked in the back seat, is there <laughs> someone there? Is there someone yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and even if it's midsummer, and you can see a little bit of glow <laughs> above the skyline, so the sun is coming up in an hour or so. And you're a little bit scared to look in the rearview mirror because you don't know what would be there. This, the Black Eyed Kids, I think, plays into that perfectly. And yeah, kind of pure paranoia, pure pure paranoia. Yeah, and and actually, what I was saying probably makes sense. Then not having a backstory is easier. To scare you in that scenario, because mm. it, it, it literally yeah. is, you know, in, in, in horror movie terms, it's like a jump scare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, well, grow, growing up in the late 70s and early 80s, there were a lot of uh, hitchhikers, and uh, I don't know what that, uh, well, I don't know what uh, that phrase means around the world, but basically it's people who are thumbing a lift on the side of the road. And my parents would always, like, not stop for hitchhikers, and they would always say, you know, if you know, when you learn to drive, you don't... <laughs> don't you don't, don't stop. pick up an axe murderer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You, 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 you don't. And this feels like it's the same uh, element of, uh, I don't know whether it's realistic paranoia or just paranoia, yeah. but it plays into that. But the stories themselves seem very, very uh, honest. They, they, yeah. None of them that I've found seem like... Uh, you know, there doesn't seem to be a motivation for uh, saying something that isn't true. Yeah, uh, it's funny though. Like talking about it, it just there's a couple of things that's going through my head mm. to think about it. It's like one is, you know, I wonder if this all kind of the fact that it's a modern day thing at the moment, whether it will set the tone for some kind of um, legend of the future. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we're saying it's not like the the Banshees or whatever. In a hundred year time, is, are the black eyed kids going to be, you know, like the Banshees of a hundred years ago? Is it, it yeah. you know, setting, setting the, the trail down? The other thing that, went through my mind is if it is uh more a modern phenomena i mean you said 90s was it that uh, 96 yeah yeah 96 well i mean we were talking about it um on a zoom thing with some friends the other the other night it's like 
yeah, you know, you know, you're getting old when you have this conversation. But we were going, oh God, you know, when we were kids, you know, at eight years old, seven years old, you know, I'd cycle two miles away to the park and I'd, I'd leave at like nine o'clock in the morning and wouldn't even have lunch and wouldn't come back until about six in the evening and you know you know with with my kids and their kids they were saying oh there's no way we'd let them do that now and I, I wonder if it it kind of comes out a little bit of there is more paranoia rightly so of child safety and looking after your child and not letting them wander off so it becomes more a shocking image wouldn't it seeing mm-hmm. a a 10 year old turn up at your door at three in the morning and saying can I come in it's it's more terrifying now than it would have been you know when we were kids because mm-hmm. you know yeah. you did you did kind of go out and stay up late and and you know it's a different time and I wonder I wonder whether some of the mythology around it is it, it ties into that in some way. I mean, I could yeah. be talking absolute rubbish, but I don't know. No, it no. Just made me think about it. That that makes sense. Um, but the next story I have queued up is about an experience a twelve-year-old person had with a black-eyed kid. Oh, okay. Uh, and where, did the, where did this story come from? Uh, so this is a a Reddit story. Okay, and it is this. Are they now older? Uh, yeah. To be posting so, on Reddit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this so happened it, to them when they were a child, basically. So it it starts on March the seventeenth, two thousand and eight, okay. when uh, the uh, uh, the author was twelve. Okay. And they say. Uh, on that date, I had my one and only encounter with a black-eyed kid. Before my experience, I had never heard of anything having to do with a black-eyed kids. I was sitting outside a hairdresser's in an old Chevy pickup, waiting for my mum to get her hair cut. About 15 minutes had passed, and I saw some kid walking back and forth along the sidewalk in front of my parked car. At first, I thought I recognised him as one of my friends from school, so I banged on the front windshield, windscreen for those of you in the UK, until he looked my way. It was not anyone I knew. At this point, I was not scared at all. Not yet. The boy walked over to the side of my car, and he just stares. I think to let me get a good look at his eyes, to freak me out, let me tell you, If you've ever seen a black-eyed kid, you have no idea what to imagine. Pupils black as the night sky. The boy whispers, You must let me in. And then I lock the car doors and duck down into the space between the seats. Smart girl. Five minutes later, he was gone. When my mother got into the car, she told me a boy with black eyes had come into the hairdresser's and then insisted for her to give him uh, to give him the keys to the car. She refused. Thank God she did. <laughs> so wow. that is uh, the entire story from uh, from Reddit. But what what that tells me is 
Yes, I completely understand that that could be a creepypasta type of story, but that is not uh, on its own. It it it's uh, it's one of very many that are incredibly similar. Yeah, and also it doesn't really have a uh, a sort of a great denouement. It's yeah. It's it's a yeah, yeah. very basic story of a child in a car waiting for his mother, and and then they they witness. Yeah, uh, kid turns up. Kid. Weird black eyed kid turns up. I lock door hide. That's kind yeah. of the story, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> exactly, exactly. And so that so the the key thing about that that is. Uh, the same as all of the other stories is uh, the let me in part of it. Yeah. So that that appears to be like the key moment to all of these things. Let me in. So there's, you need permission to, they need permission to do whatever these black eyed kids do. Yeah. And I mean, we, we talked about, the appearance, and I, I, you know, like I alluded to earlier, you know, the 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 thought of a kid turning up, you know, in the middle of the night, and is 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 a freaky thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something about, you know, the evil evilness, for want of a better word, within uh, a child that you know, works in fiction and horror quite well. You know, I'm thinking of The Omen and, you know, there, there's, I guess, because of the innocence of a child and then suddenly kind of... Well, we 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 also talked about it a bit when we did the thing on um, possessed objects, that they always mm-hmm. seem to be child objects, you know, teddy bears and dolls and stuff. Yeah. So it's a well-trodden trope, I guess is the word, right? Yeah. Um I think, yeah. I mean, what's... Yeah, and we talked about the appearance and stuff. Is there any... Is there any kind of theories on what these things are? Well, I guess there's probably lots, but is there any kind of one that's winning out? You know, we've got demons, we've got aliens, we've got whatever. Yeah. What's the the most credible (laughs) angle? (laughs) Probably well, a weird word. Yeah. So, uh, if we take it from the the two angles, as in uh, the most paranormal and the least paranormal, yep. the least paranormal explanation is that this is uh, kids, teenagers, having a laugh. They're putting in uh, contact lenses, yeah, and uh, like, just like killer clowns, basically. Yes, exactly, exactly like killer clowns. Yes, yeah. Yeah. it's become a trope, and yeah. people are doing it for a bit of a giggle. And yeah. the effort required is actually 
not very much. Yeah, and if you put it in that context, to kind of dress up as a clown and hang around at the roadside for kind of, if people are going to do that for hours on end, yeah. then actually sticking some contact lenses in is yes. not the weirdest thing, is it? Yes, no, no, yeah. exactly not. And, uh, you know, it as somebody who was a teenager uh, at the turn of 89, 19, 91, um, we would play tricks on neighbours and friends' neighbours and uh, the I, thought... I, I, I was a good boy. I was re- revising at home. At <laughs> well done, you. <laughs> yeah. but, but the thought of, uh, like, freaking somebody out with uh, contact lenses that, you, you know, they are an achievable thing for... Yeah. Uh, you know a low tens of pounds yeah yeah uh makes perfect sense but then on the other side of it you could say well perhaps these are alien visitations because uh you know uh, big black eyes are part of it they but, could, but, it, but then, but then it's like crop circles. It's like, what are they playing at? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> why exactly. are they? Why are they making life so difficult for themselves? Yeah, yeah no, exactly. <laughs> and and what is to be gained from yeah. saying, "Can I come in and Have use a glass your of phone?" Water. Right. Yes. Exactly. It, the whole phenomena doesn't make sense. Now, there is a guy who uh, the, the the UK paper, the Daily Express, reported on uh, six years ago, who claimed to have found a audio signal that attracts black-eyed kids. And okay, he, this is good. Right. So he, so he did an experiment where allegedly... He played this signal from his computer via a speaker out through his window and uh, he had a camera recording anything that happened at his front door. I just got this vision of him playing. Baby shuck, 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 baby shuck. (laughs) 5.5 billion views, that. Oh, God, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't that. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that. Um, but he, on YouTube, he has recorded what he claims is a black-eyed kid spending an hour outside his front door. On, on uh, video? On video, yeah. Okay. And that, is that up on YouTube now? It, it it is on YouTube. And okay, so so we'll definitely put the link to that. We'll on, put the link in yeah. on our social, right? Um, at, at TQM podcast. Um, That's yeah, right. Cool. But what I would say is that there are quite a lot of people who have a problem with that video. video. There are there are issues with it. There are inconsistencies. With are it. you telling me there are fake videos on YouTube? I can't believe that. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so my conclusion on this is Sorry, that... I'll be going back to the video, just because it was sure. a quest- question that was in my mind and I didn't yeah. ask you earlier. Um, 
again, modern ph- phenomena. Um, if somebody chipped up at my house at two in the morning, I probably would try and grab my phone just in yeah. case I had to call the police. Yeah. So there must be there must be more images that uh, mm-hmm. claim to be of real black eye kids than this guy's oh, yeah. video. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot. Yeah. The, the, are there's there? a lot. And um, not least around Canuck Chase captured by drones and and such. Okay. But... And my, my other question on that, so there's the video stuff and there's the picture... We, when we, we talked about the, the kind of killer clowns and mm-hmm. the possibility that it's kids dressing up and doing that. I mean, the only thing yeah. that slightly kind of bothers me about that as a theory is, you know, we know that killer clowns are not a paranormal phenomenon. They're people pranking and doing whatever. Yeah. It seems to me that if this was that kind of pranking phenomena, there'd be more pranking examples out there well one one it would be more of a i guess it's got to start somewhere but it has to get to a certain level for it to be a prank that works right like the clown thing yeah Um, and then surely people would be admitting to the fact that they are pranking so and it doesn't mean that the real ones don't exist but are there examples of people who say yeah i'm a i'm a pranker black-eyed kid who goes around freaking people out are there's any is there anyone claiming to be a hoaxer of black-eyed kids uh yeah no nobody that i found uh, which that, it, so that's weird in terms of that theory isn't yeah. it there's no one saying oh no it was me and it, yes. oh god if anyone's done it let us know because that'd be that'd be great to find out yes yes if, if it, you know, I can't believe there's a secret pranking society that goes around dressed up as black-eyed kids and orders lots of um, coloured contact lenses online. It just seems a bit... Well, yeah. That seems a bit odd to me. Yeah. As as odd as the phenomenon. Yeah. Well, um, what... The thing that... Like, I suppose um, with everything that we've covered so far in... Uh, our series one of the things that most intrigues me is that I and I haven't told you this before this recording I've had an encounter with something that is uh, it would it, in, in a Venn diagram it probably fits 75% as a oh, really? okay. black child yeah yeah which again, kind of, I'm looking forward to hearing that story. But again, would would explain your obsession with it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. This good. Ha- well, tell me about that. Okay. So this happened. Uh, I would say uh, around about two years ago, and uh, we both live in uh, a rural place in Oxfordshire and uh, as regular listeners will know I have uh, a dog who I dote on and he goes to a groomer's uh, 
Um, and in normal times, when we're not in COVID lock time, he goes there uh, every five or six weeks. And uh, two years ago, uh, my partner, she had just bought a new car that needed to be uh, run in. And uh, I took our dog to the groomers, which is in a village. Um, it's about eight miles away from our house. And, oh, there he is now. Okay, the dog now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was uh, driving there, and when you turn off into this village, you have to go down what is essentially quite a small single track uh, road, which is, is about it's about a mile and a half long. Is this at night? Uh, no, 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 it's Daytime. in the morning. It's, okay. in the, it's in the morning. It's, it's about half nine in the morning. So I was driving down there and coming the other way, because we we're in the countryside, as I said, uh, there's a large farm vehicle, some sort of uh, combine harvester or something. And so I pull into a gateway uh, to allow this huge vehicle to come past me. And as I pulled into this gateway and just before the combine harvester went past me, uh, I heard a knock on the back window of the car on the passenger side and I turned round and there was a old man there and he was knocking on the window with uh, kind of a short walking stick. And I thought, oh, goodness, I hadn't noticed him there. I'm guessing that he's crossed because I he had... Pulled into his cross him or something. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that um, he had, you know, he was cross with me because I, like, hadn't spotted him, I'd nearly run him over or something like that. And I and I really, it, it, I really hadn't done anything wrong as far as I could tell. So uh, I thought, well, I'll just ignore it for the moment. And uh, the, um, the combine harvester came past. And then before I pulled away, I thought, well, I, I better just check that uh, everything's okay with uh, this old gentleman. And I looked across and he was uh, he was looking in the opposite direction to my car, and uh, which is just fields and a hedge. And uh, he had his stick and he was sort of bashing it in the air. And I thought, oh, that's that's very strange but the other the other strange thing about it was uh the features on his face so uh his a bit you know like these black eyed kid stories his eyes were not normal human eyes they looked uh they looked almost like bird eyes they were completely black and had so when you uh, say completely black, no white 
no whites no. in his eyes at all. No whites, no. Okay, so but that's it, but it didn't it, it didn't uh, worry me at the time. But what did worry me was after I saw him looking in the other direction and thinking, okay, that's fine. He's probably just confused. I put the car into first gear, pulled away and looked in the mirrors to check that, you know, I hadn't done anything uh, to him, hadn't run over his foot. Run over his foot, yeah. Yeah, and he, he wasn't there. He was gone. He was completely gone, yeah. And that... Like, and, and you said you, at the time you didn't feel anything. When no. you say at the time, like instantly, or did it dwell on you later? Or oh, it completely dwelled on me. By the, so I was about four or five minutes away from drop, dropping the dog off. By the time I I dropped him off, um, and I was alone in the car, I was, I yeah, I was shaken. And yeah. didn't really know what to make of it, and uh, to this day I don't know what to make of it because. And what, and what was his when he, well, you know you said he was bashing on the car window and yeah, um, stuff. I, I mean, what was his his demeanour? Was he agitated, angry? What? How would you describe it? Uh, uh so. Uh, her car is kind of like um, it's a small hatchback so he was knock knock knocking on the the rear window on the opposite side to where I was sitting and uh, because it's a modern car all the doors are locked and the dog was he has like a a dog hammock and a, a a a cushion in the back seat and my my first thing was oh is he disturbing the dog he's not disturbing the dog and my second thing was oh have i accidentally caused you know some problem with him yeah and then um so it was a it was a hard tap 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 so aggressive um, would you say uh Agitated, I would say. Okay. Agitated, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was dressed in. It was like um, uh, a farmer's shirt, so kind of like cream coloured with uh, red and green checks, sort yeah, of fine yeah, checks no, exactly. on it. And so, kind uh, of mo- modern dressed, it wasn't modern, like a, modern yeah. dress, yeah. yeah. And he had a uh, sort of uh, beige, uh, I guess, workman's trousers on, yeah. and his his walking stick was, um, I don't know, I, su- I suppose about half the half the height of him, and it had like a big head on it, and that was what he was tapping on the window right. with. And it was only after I had sort of put that to one side and dealt with the giant combine harvester coming the other way. <laughs> so it sounds like re- there was a lot going on. There was yeah. a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
that I realised that his his eyes were not, you know, there was no whites in them. And, but, uh, like, against all of these other sightings, I didn't have a huge fear. What I had was um, a giant perplexion. I was like, I don't know what's going on there. And by the time I dropped the dog off, I sort of rationalised it as, oh, I guess... He's like a farmer or a gamekeeper, and, and maybe the light was weird, and he'd look like ma- his eyes yeah, were weird, and, that kind of stuff. He, you would, wouldn't ex- you? Exactly, and he'd just gone behind the hedge or something. But but, but again, I, I guess had you heard of the the black eyed kids thing before that? Or was it something? No. That's, okay, so that's when you no. started looking into it, was it? The, so the first time I came across it was. Um, uh, uh, a book by Nick Redfern about 18 months ago right. that uh, focused on the Black Eyed Kids. And after I'd got a couple of stories in, I thought, oh, okay, this is a little sounds, bit sounds similar. similar. Yeah, yeah. And are, and are there examples like your one of them not just being kids? Uh, well, interestingly... Uh, no. no, they the all the stories I've got is they go up as far as teenagers. So it's, it's funny though. It's again, it's back to the legend of it is well, not the legend, but the the kind of the rules of it are very narrow, aren't they? You, you know what I mean? It's like kids. It's they got the black eyes. They knock on either your door or try and get in somewhere. Yeah. And that seems to be where it ends. That's what I find kind of odd about it. And yeah. you know, well, but it, yeah, but it, but it's interesting that you made you made the connection. It feels like there is some connection with this black-eyed kids phenomena and what you experienced, even though it wasn't a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, interesting. I'm. I suppose what where I'm coming from is I'm wondering whether. Uh, it's a uh, like a tulpa, like um, uh, a manifestation of people's uh, fears or desires. Right. So, in the current not, weird not times, in a paranormal sense or in a in a well, yeah, in, in a psychological in a, in a, sense. In a paranormal sense, but um, in the times that we're living in. Uh, one could say that it's it would be pretty terrifying to have uh, an an unknown person with blank eyes yeah. knocking at your door or knocking on the car. Yeah, and so tulpas are about um, you know bringing the, bringing things into existence with right. your own imagination. Right, right, right. So yeah. I, I wonder yeah. whether this is a thing of uh, people just sort of fearing the unknown and you know whatever and 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 bringing them in it's quite that's quite an interesting concept for us to kind of explore in another episode i think i think yeah you know i i, I like i like the kind of the conventions of these things fascinate me as much as the phenomena and the idea the concept that you could almost imagine something into existence. I think it's quite an interesting yeah. 
And that's a tulpa, is it? That's known as a tulpa. That's a tulpa, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well, what I would really like is if any of our listeners have had a Black Eyed Kids experience or... Yeah. I think there's a number of things, aren't there? It's like if anyone's had let's call it an atypical black-eyed kids experience. Mm. I think yeah. it'd be really interesting to know if anyone else has had a kind of experience like Ben had, where it's not atypical, where it's not yeah. a kid. You know, I'm not saying it has to be an old man in, <laughs> in khaki trousers and a farmer's shirt, but just anything that doesn't really fit that atypical scene. Yeah. I'd also like to know if anyone has done this as a prank yes 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 that's exactly right and and actually if you have that'd be really interesting to kind of find out you know the motivations of it because the pranking bit seems the most logical explanation for this but then there are certain things that don't make sense that you'd make more fuss of it, especially in this, you know, in the times of social media and short clips and, you know, whatever it might be, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd get more people. I mean, that's what the killer clown thing is almost all about, isn't it? It's, it's as much about look at me than it is about scaring people. Yeah. So I'd be, I'm surprised that there's not more. So, you know, maybe there is some kind of, you know, masons like group of black-eyed kids hoaxers and there's very strict rules yeah so so atypical experiences of black-eyed kids anything that kind of fits what ben experienced and anyone who has been a hoaxer and uh and and can shed any light on that side of it because it's Yeah. yeah i keep coming back to it's interesting that I don't know what to make of it because there, like you said, there is, there's no, there's no, or like we said, there's no folklore. There's not much detail or what happens, what the consequences are. No, of if interacting, you let them in. no, of interacting with a black-eyed kid, and like your experience, you know, it. Well, we've said this before. It seems to serve no purpose. You no, know, and no. and so it. It's kind of frustrating. It's probably more frustrating than intriguing in a way as a topic. It is, yeah. But I wonder whether there is something around uh, sort of uh, uh, masked memories of, you know, aliens. So we we hear about... um, when when people encounter aliens that they have memories of deers or owls instead right. of aliens i wonder whether there's something in that it's got some sort of uh, suppressed memories or something yeah exactly yeah yeah um you, you know re- replacement memories for the actual thing that happened but, um, which again sorry i know sorry to interrupt you again but hmm. it's, it again i think if people are making this up, 
I think we had this conversation when we did the uh, Vardiga and the Banshees, and we were talking about Jots, just one of those things. Mm-hmm. The, the you know, I think you said on that one, it's like somebody tells you this story in the pub, and you go, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. The, it, 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 to make this up, it's like not some big alien encounter, and I was taken up into a spaceship, and this happened, and you know, I ended up thirty miles from my home, you know. Oh, somebody, some kind of weird-looking kid turned up at my door at three in the morning and wanted to come in, and I didn't let them. That mm. That's kind of the story. So it, to yeah. make it up seems, I don't know what what the person who is making it up would get out. No, what do they stand to gain? Yeah. Yeah. I know that's not a justification for the fact that they're not making it up, but it, it if you were going to make something up... I don't know, I'd probably pick something that was a little bit more yeah, juicy to talk about. Oh, yeah, 100%. But it, it also makes me, like, because of the amount of uh, encounters that have happened at Cannock Chase, Yeah. Uh, as soon as we get out of this lockdown... Yeah, no, I think we've really got to go back there, even if it's... I mean, I think that's what's the good thing about it, of... You know, because when, when me and Ben are doing these and putting them together, things like the Canic Chase, like the thing we did last um, last one where we did the psychic test, you just don't know what's going to happen and nothing is likely to happen. But there seems to be a lot of to talk about. So even if we go all the way to Canic Chase, we'll probably have a good kind of 50-minute to an hour conversation about the weirdness going on in Canic Chase, even if we don't experience any of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm after having researched this for a week, I am so I'm so like I really want to I really want to see a black-eyed kid. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of scared about interacting with them, but at the same time like but it, but if you follow it, you know, it it doesn't seem like anything the people who have interacted with them and obviously haven't let them in or engaged with them past a certain level, it doesn't seem like anything untoward or everlasting has happened to them since yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. No, so exactly. exactly. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying... I'm kind of more of a chicken than you. I'm not saying I want to see one, but it seems like, uh, you know... Yeah, well, maybe that's a, maybe that's a question... What's scarier, well, a killer clown or a black-eyed kid? <laughs> I reckon if we saw a black-eyed kid, I'd like to get it in the back seat of my car <laughs> and go, you know, what are you? <laughs> yeah, but that's inviting it in, and nobody's ever come back from that. You would definitely be a trailblazer, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, All maybe right. I'll put it in the boot. Well, like we said, if you've got any stories like the ones we've been looking for, let us know. Um, I, um, as we usually do, we'll try, we'll put links to the video that uh, Ben mentioned, and maybe some images of, uh, that claim to be of black-eyed kids on the Facebook photo album. So if you go to at TQM podcast, should be up there now, and there'll be a photo album for this episode, which uh, has some photos in to look at. Well, thank you for sharing your experience, your weird experience that 
with a, oh, I don't know, black-eyed grandpa, the black-eyed farmer, we'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, good. Well, it's fascinating and frustrating would probably be my summary yeah. of the black-eyed kids phenomenon. But, you know, that's that's not a bad thing. That's just that's just something to the way the phenomena works, which, I, which does make it so weird because it, to... to as something that's made up, it seems slightly pointless to make it up, but yeah, maybe that's agreed. my take on it. Well, good. Well, I, I Ben Ben is hoping to encounter one of these things. I'm hoping not to. Whether your choice is to not encounter one or to encounter one, I hope your wish comes true, and we'll see you next time on the Quantum Mechanics. See you next time. A couple of weeks ago, we did an episode on uh, the black-eyed kids phenomena. Uh, I always get this right. Is it phenomena or phenomenon? Uh, Phenomena is plural. Phenomenon is singular. So, yeah, as lots of people have had the experience, phenomena. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stop it. We'll have to pay copyright. Yeah, oh God, no, I didn't do that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, as we had such good feedback um, from our listeners on that episode, we thought we'd just do, it's not going to be our normal kind of, you know, longer episode, but we'll just do a little short follow-up from some of uh, the social media and other contacts that we've had from our listeners on Black Eyed Kids, because there's a few interesting stuff that's come up. Oh yeah, Um, cool. First of all, which was, uh, I haven't told you this, Ben, and this is going to freak you out a little bit. Oh. We, um, we actually got a message from the Black Eyed Kids. What? <laughs> so we put out, we, we, obviously we put our episode out on uh, wherever you get your podcast, so as you know. Um, obviously we post on Twitter, we post on Facebook. So we posted the, I posted the episode on Facebook, and uh, then I noticed uh, there was a comment uh, on it, and it was from someone, group, whatever, called Black Eyed Kids. Ah. Oh. And it was a very simple message. It just said, let us in, exclamation mark. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. not, no. not only did it say that, it was written upside down. Oh, which I don't know. I, I don't know. No idea how you do that on Facebook. But I, no, I, mean, I have I must... no idea. No. So uh, oh. my first response was yours. I had a good giggle about it, and I was just about to press like, and then my brain went, <laughs> "If I pressed like, is that <laughs> is an that invitation?" It in? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, well, like I did say, I wanted to meet one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. Let's well, like it. Who, yeah. who, Whoever you, whoever you are, thanks. That's funny. Uh, well, I'll I tell you what, I'll get you to log in and like it. I'm not doing it. I'm too scared. <laughs> um, so I thought that was that, that did amuse me and kind of slightly disturbed me at the same time. Um, yeah. Uh, we also had some feedback uh, from, I guess I'd describe him as a, an old friend of the podcast, uh, Nick Green, uh, who commented on... Uh, the you know the video that you were talking about the one where the guy had created the sound that oh yeah the, the yeah he 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 discovered a noise that supposedly attracted black eyed kids yeah 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 uh, so uh, 
Nick said uh, the film is an admitted fake uh, and the Canuck Chase stuff that we talked about came from a guy plugging his book. So I think he's saying that both those two examples were fake. He said, this, okay. isn't, poo- this isn't poo-pooing the rest of the stuff, though. I'm very careful with my poo-pooing. <laughs> <laughs> well, in these strange times, we should all be careful with our poo-pooing. No, yeah, I agree. Uh, but that that's cool. That's cool feedback. I, I like that because it's quite difficult to find um, like the origin of some of these things. And yeah, I mean, I think we did on the podcast talk about the fact that the uh, I think well, I don't think we advertently said, oh, it's probably a, a hoax. But I think we we yeah yeah hinted it, at it. Yeah, I think with all these things, if it looks too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah, and I—I I mean, I guess that's kind of—I mean, we come across this frustration quite a lot on a lot of the topics that we discover that you know, or, or cover. Sorry, um, you know that it can be frustrating knowing. Uh, well, as we said in our one on crop circles, sorting the wheat from the chaff. But um, I think we kind of alluded to the fact that the video was likely to be a fake. Uh, the Canic Chase stuff. Well. I'm just going to... We also have feedback from someone called Anne Huff Bynaker. Bynaker, hopefully I'm saying your name right. Um, who uh, sent us a message saying she's done quite a lot of research on black-eyed kids. Okay. Um, uh, and it's another thing we said in the podcast that, you know, it started in the 90s with the guy. Mm. Yeah. Um, but she said that they're actually not all that new. Reports of black-eyed kids go back as far as the 1930s. Oh. Which is quite interesting. Um, And I said, uh, I thought that was quite interesting. And I said, oh, it's, um, I said, you've heard heard the podcast, which she had. I said, has she also in her research come across any that are not black-eyed kids that are what you experienced? Mm. Uh, I think we'll call him the black-eyed grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Rather than the black-eyed kids. A B-E-G. yeah. Uh, well, she says two things. Uh, she had heard of encounters with adults, which I thought was quite interesting. Okay. Uh, yes, she says, yes, I've heard of encounters with black-eyed adults as well as white-eyed children. Oh, white-eyed children. That's even worse. Yeah. From the stories, it seems as if the white-eyed kids are a threat somehow to the black-eyed kids. So... There, there could be some kind of, you know, war going on for all we know. Some kind of ocular opposition. Yeah. Uh, she said she was going to dig back through her research and see if she could find the older stories from the 30s that she mentioned. Oh, yes, please. Uh, she also said, off the top of my head, Canuck Chase Woods has reported sightings as far back as the 60s. I believe mm. there was a, an example of a black-eyed girl in the woods there. So she seems to be saying that reports of this stuff go back as far as the 30s. Even in Canuck Chase, it goes back to the 1960s, that there are examples of uh, the black-eyed grandpa that you experienced. Oh, wow. And there seems to be another kind of subgroup as well who who are some kind of threat to the black-eyed kids called the white-eyed kids. So there's a lot of stuff there, basically. That's oh, thanks for that feedback. That's fantastic. Yeah, okay, thanks, Anne. I, and and yeah. I said actually, um, maybe at some point we should try and get Anne on for a for a chat because it does seem Absolutely. like she's done a lot of research on this. And yeah, yeah, um, no, 
I really want to know about the the white eye kids. I find this whole thing like massively fascinating. But I like so I think white eyes are just even more terrifying. Yeah, because they're they're like a horror movie uh, sort of meme, but also yeah. um, or very zombie like as well. Yes, yeah, very really zombie like, and um, like my my dog like most dogs have kind of quite full black eyes anyway you have to look quite close to see their pupils yeah but he does this thing where he falls asleep and then rolls his eyes and he's just got whites and it's so freaky it's so freaky i have to turn away from him i find it (laughs) massively disturbing yeah so i think if if there was a kid that came to my door with white eyes i think i would find that horrible but that is that's interesting that she thinks that they're um like in opposition to the black eyed kids yeah it isn't, seems to me. it's not clear to me what the agenda of the black eyed kids yeah. is it and so are the white eyed kids are they the good guys are they are they the ones we should invite in it doesn't yeah. feel like it is but and yeah, yeah you know me i i always kind of you know i always view this stuff as if i'm writing a movie script at times and saying sure. well, i wonder how that fits in and this stuff is quite interesting, you know. I could, all, I, you know, I can almost see the movie script with the black-eyed grandpa, and then you've got the white-eyed kids, and you know, it going back longer than everyone thought. I, I thought, I thought it was really interesting. Um, so, uh, yeah, she, she, she also said that you know because because obviously we've mentioned in the past about the werewolf ones that will go back to Canuck Chase at yeah, some yeah. point, and you know, she said that was also on her paranormal bucket list as she described it. So, you know, Ooh. I think maybe maybe when we are kind of fully out of lockdown and able to go to Canuck Chase, then um, you know, it might be worth having a chat with her before we go to yeah. see if there's anything we should Maybe be she'd like to come for. with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well she That'd be great. She could she can pick up the werewolf poo that I didn't want to do when we did the other episode. Sorry, that's a kind of in-joke. If you've not heard the episode, you need to go back. Ben, ben had a suggestion when we went to Canuck Chase, we should go looking for for werewolf droppings in order to prove their scat. existence. Scat, yeah. He wanted me to become the scat man, which was not something I was too keen on. Um, uh, we also uh, had a story that was shared uh, with us by Rachel Kelly. So interestingly, uh, as as regular listeners will know, on Facebook we always do a little photo album that accompanies the episode, um, and uh, which has got a lot of the stuff that we've talked about during the episode and links to articles and books and various stuff. So um, if you're listening, uh, obviously we don't do this for these, we're not going to do it for the bonus ones, but uh, if you go back to the Black Eyed Kids one, you'll see what I'm talking about. And in there, um, we put some of the uh, papers, you know, we talked about it being front page news in the tabloid press in the UK. And I put some examples of that in uh, the photo album. And interesting, Rachel had spotted one of the pictures that was in the Daily Star. Now, she's in America, so she doesn't know what the Daily Star is. And I think it sparked something in her and made her remember a story. So um, I'll read the encounter that she had. She, uh, she says, I live in Silverton, Oregon, on one of the first streets in the city. One day when me and my husband were driving up to the hill to our house during the afternoon, we drove past a mansion that had been turned into a museum. On the sidewalk outside the mansion, 
there was a little blonde-haired boy, probably around seven years old. He was just walking as me and my husband passed him. He turned his head and looked at us, and she's written in capitals, and I swear, his eyes were pure black, just like the little girl on the cover of that magazine, i.e. the the picture of the Daily Star that we put in. Uh, She said, we were both shocked and looked at each other, exclaiming, did you see that? We couldn't believe what we had seen. I have seen that little boy in the same area one other time, but it was closer to getting dark outside. It scared the bejesus out of us. Oh, my God. Which it would, right? Yeah, it would. So d- I I guess you've read the whole thing there. She d- it doesn't say whether... It, well, I guess he was on his own. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, 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 I'm, I've verbatim read, read out what she sent to us, but uh, I, I took the impression that the kid was on its own, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Which I think kind of uh, made it kind of odd. I think the interesting things about it are... Um, it was in the daytime where she first saw it, and actually the second time she saw it, it was kind of getting dusk, but it wasn't nighttime. Yeah. Um, uh, I also... The, the fact that it was seen outside uh, an old mansion that has become a museum started to play with the scriptwriter in my head as well. Because mm-hmm. it so, it's such a weird... Kind of her experience is quite typical and a bit like your experience that you had with the black-eyed grandpa... You know, it's there's no kind of uh, we we touched on it a lot on the the podcast on the that podcast episode that there's no kind of huge narrative there. There's no you know the car stopped working and we couldn't get it started and the kid was walking up. Mm. You know, bit like your experience, drove past, saw this thing, freaked us out, seen it once again. But no explanation for it. And, you know, mm. like I said, she said in caps, I swear his eyes were pure black, just like the girl on the cover of the magazine, i.e. the cover of the Daily Star that we featured mm. in our photo album. I just thought, yeah. It, I mean, great that people were sharing their stories with us as well. That mm. but I, I was, I was, yeah, it, it just raised a few, few of the frustrations and the points that we talked about in the main podcast episode on Black Eyed Kids. Yeah. No, I... I'm very grateful for those stories because um, this just goes back to like the whole reason for doing this is that a lot of people would, well, to use Nick's phrase, might poo-poo it uh, yeah. or might try and explain it away. But people know what they know they've seen. And yeah. I mean, it's completely possible that there's a medical condition that means, you know, children have completely so, black yeah. eyes. Yeah. But I think what's so sort of what stands out is that feeling of apprehension, even terror when you see them. And also it's just not normal to see a mm. young child out by themselves, particularly close to dusk. That's an odd thing anyway. Well, seven-year-olds, you know. Right. I mean, we were talking yeah, yeah. again on the podcast that actually how times have changed and you don't see kids out so much in, uh, you know. No. At that age. So, yeah, it is weird. I think the other thing that struck me is, uh, again, it was my lack of knowledge probably when we started looking at this, but I'd kind of always assumed they come to your house, they knock on the door, they try and get in. Yeah. You know, and actually most your experience, uh, this experience, and, uh, and, and actually the first 
you know, major one in the 90s. These have been all written around cars, which I think is interesting. So mm. so most of the stories that come about seem to be around people who are driving, not so much on uh, people's homes. I know we covered a couple of those in the episode where people are knocking on your door. But, yeah, it's more of a kind of automobile-based <laughs> phenomenon mm. than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I, again, no idea what that means, no idea whether... The fact that this this child was seen outside a museum has any kind of relevance to anything, but yeah, it's interesting. It certainly is. I I wish I knew what their agenda was. Yeah, yeah. As, well, like, there's no ones getting in my car, particularly <laughs> after dark. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, unless they've got a face mask on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. E- even. Actually, black-eyed kids in, in, like, face masks would be even more scary, wouldn't they? Even more scary, see, yeah. It highlights the eyes. I've noticed this right. when out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would turn into something more Doctor Who. But there's the the roads around where we live, they're very rural um, yeah. and usually unlit. And I do hate that. If you've been out somewhere late and you're driving back at 2 o'clock in the morning, I just have this sort of apprehension about looking in the rearview mirror and seeing something in the in the back seat i just no no well uh, i'd like to thank everyone who um has liked our social media and followed us uh both on twitter and on facebook uh you can find us by going to at tqm podcast at tqm podcast so do come along follow like do all that stuff because you know we 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 try and put out a lot of detail to kind of company um our main podcasts and uh yeah i mean we should have another episode out on monday afternoon uk time normally we release them on monday afternoon on uk time so if this is the first time that you've listened to us please go back and check out some of our main episodes but once again thank you for everyone who sent in their stories comments uh is helping us out and uh is enjoying the podcast yeah tell your friends please yeah unless though whether we should do more of these bonus episodes or not this is a bit of a kind of trial run so if you think it's worth it um give us give us a few ticks and likes on this one as well yeah yeah brilliant all right well, we'll um We'll, Our we'll, first stroke, second one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We like to keep it really simple. It's our first stroke, second one, depending on how you quantify it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yes, well, we'll see. We'll be back with uh, a main podcast episode uh, on Monday afternoon. And uh, thanks for listening. Don't let the black eyed kids in. No way. the quantum mechanics